So a little bit of a story time. We were taking a road trip. The weekend was Mother's Day. We had just traveled to like visit my mom and we were on our way back and we had a very long drive ahead of us. What was it, like seven hours? Yeah, about that. Marco asked me, what would you like to hear? It's Mother's Day. I get to pick. I was really nervous about saying this pick, what I wanted to listen to, because I was worried it would sound weird or everyone else in the car being my son and Marco would not enjoy it. Or maybe they would enjoy it. I don't know. I was just nervous about requesting this. But my request was to put on a playlist of Weird Al. And we listened to Weird Al songs for seven hours. And it was an absolute joy. We had such a great time in the car listening to his entire catalog. And that kind of inspired this top four of Weird Al parodies. I don't even know if we got to his entire catalog in seven hours. Like he has a lot of songs. Like he's made so many albums over time. He's had such a long career that I'm pretty sure he's not done yet. I mean, his last album, I think was in 2014. So it's been a little while, but I I think, but um, he's, I mean, he spans so many decades. And what's amazing about Weird Al, I think, first of all, when you, when you requested that for seven hours, I thought, (laughs) oh no. Like I, I, I like Weird Al. I don't like him, I think, as much as you do. And so I thought, uh-oh, this is this is going to be excruciating. But I'll, I'll put on a good face because it's Mother's Day, and I want you to have what you want. Um, but I actually, I actually really enjoyed it too. Like I, I, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it, and uh, and how I didn't get sick of it. Um, and it was, it was really fun. It was novel. There were even some songs there, like you know, I had paid a lot of attention to Weird Al in the '90s. You know, when we were growing up with like our our like kind of core teenage years and the music therein. Uh, but I kind of I hadn't paid attention to a lot of his stuff before then or after then, so a lot of these songs were, were at least his versions were new to me. Um, and then as we get into newer and newer songs, a lot of them I hadn't actually ever heard the originals that he was ripping off. <laughs> <laughs> and so there there were some songs which I'll get to in a little bit where I actually knew his version first before I ever heard like the like the the pop artists that he was parodying. Um, so anyway. This was a lot of fun for me. I, I, I very much enjoyed this, uh, this challenge and listening to all of this. And, you know, one thing that I, what I look for in a Weird Al parody, you know, I'm, when I listen to music, I'm, I'm much more of a music person than a lyrics person. And I'm much more of a lyrics person than a music person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think what's great about Weird Al as a, as a parody artist is that he nails them both in different ways. And, you know, he, he has different ways of doing the, the lyrics you know some of them are just like these ultra silly kind of you know middle school humor stories and some of them are like these these actually like really well written like kind of more i wouldn't say serious but like 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 a little more high level sophisticated more sophisticated yeah right um but he he spans the gamut lyrically and then musically this is where i love him so much because he nails so many of these little tiny details about the songs he's parodying and you know with with more or less success at different times certainly his newer stuff like as as he as he got more resources and as he got more popular like throughout the 90s and 2000s his production value went way up and you know his his first few records that i think were in the early 90s or late 80s um, 80s yeah yeah his first few those were much lower production value obviously because you know he did probably didn't have the resources back then um but as time went on especially like you know once you get into like the late 90s early 2000s his production value is so good and he he just 
totally nails all these little tiny details, both instrumentally and vocally, and the stylings. And you know, certain artists he's able to 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 like reproduce their little nuances much more effectively than others. But he overall does a very very good job, and I just I love that because I am, as I said, like I'm like a music detail person. Any little like little note kind of oh fl- this flutters up right here, and then this he has this little, this little vocal effect here. Like I love all that stuff, and I and I recognize all that stuff, and so. It, it is very satisfying to hear a Weird Al parody that is extremely detailed in its, re- in its reproduction of the original in some way, even though usually the way it's done is like the music and the vocal stylings match pretty well. And then the content of what's being sung about is w- totally off, like way off the wall. <laughs> that's that's why it's so funny to me, because it's it, it's it's not only like a parody with humor value, but it's a really talented and well done parody from somebody who really deeply understands the music and puts in a what must be a, a ridiculous amount of work to reproduce it. I completely agree with everything you just said is exactly why I love Weird Al. I was introduced to him very uh, maybe like early teenage years. I got a cassette from a friend. She gave it to me at like this party I had at like a like one of those game places and I just I remember opening that gift like I don't remember a lot of gifts but I remember the gift of this Weird Al cassette tape it was I believe it was bad but it was Weird Al and then I had he gave she gave me um two of them and I can't remember what the second one was but I do remember listening to them over and over and over again and that kind of like started me on this because I always thought that this was just such a funny weird thing that made me feel smart when I listened to it. It's one of those gifts that he gives. Like if he is lyrically interesting and he's making all these hilarious connections between songs of stuff that you've heard before. And when you get the joke, you feel very smart. And I think that that's really fantastic writing to make people feel smart and good about themselves and get these nuanced jokes. It's it's just so wonderful. And so I've always loved Weird Al. I saw him in concert for his um, Bad Fat Tour. Uh, what, what was it? I think that's what it was. I don't know. I can't <laughs> remember what that album was. I know, I know. I, some of his songs do not age well in a current climate, and I completely recognize that. Um, I think that that's okay because he has written so many other ones that have kind of moved on from the base level humor that he had in the very beginning. And uh, I'm just, I'm so excited to talk about this. And so when we were listening in the car, we were listening to everything kind of on shuffle. So we had the parodies, his original songs, and the polkas all kind of mixed together from all different eras. And it was just such an absolute delight. And going back and now listening to exclusively the parodies, that's what we wanted to focus on today. Yeah, so no polkas that are con- the compilations of a bunch of different songs crammed together. No, um, no originals that aren't parodies of specific other songs. Which I mean, you're right; he has tons of those things, and some of them are really good. Well, and some of them were even like parodied style, like the Bob Dylan one with the Palindrome yeah. song. Like that's not a direct parody; it's a parody of a style which he does often, but it's not um, like you know one to one ratio with 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 yeah. these songs. So we have we went through an entire list of his parodies. I actually made a. Um, um, Apple Music playlist of every Weird Al parody and 
the song that plays after the parody is the actual song. So it's all listed out and it's so great to hear them like back to back because you just it's absolutely incredible how accurate he is in a lot of these. Yeah, that's like when I was listening to this, like going through this list to prepare for the show. I was laughing my butt off at just how close so many of these of these stylings were like, you know, because some like as some of the more recent ones, I don't even know the original song just because I, I don't listen to pop music that much anymore. And so a lot of them I had to, I had to like go back and listen to the original just to know what the heck he was talking about or ripping off. And it, oh, God, we'll, we'll get to this later. But I was I was very impressed. <laughs> I feel like we just can't celebrate him enough. I, I think that he's fantastic. I, I love that artists who get parodied by him feel uh honored by this yeah, as like opposed to it. like yeah exactly <laughs> like if if weird al is taking like your song and making a parody of it it's like wow i must have really like made it big because it's like popular enough for him to recognize it and parody it so i really hope that he continues making albums i'm pretty sure that he's still working on some stuff but every single time he comes out with something it's always better like his most recent one the mandatory fun album it is absolutely fantastic it's full of like absolute gems didn't he even like get nominated for a grammy he's he's won a bunch of awards i'm not sure specifically but he's i mean he's very well recognized anyway and, go check out his wikipedia page no actual yeah. facts about weird al <laughs> yeah and, and from all accounts from from fans who have met him and everything he also seems like first of all he seems like he's very good to his fans and second of all he seems like a really nice person genuinely and so i yeah i just it's just it, he's so like just wholesomely good <laughs> and and also extremely talented I'm, and i think that that combination is is unusual i met him at dutch wonderland in like <laughs> by like hershey park where there's like this little other park that's less it's like called dutch wonderland it's like a smaller amusement park and i met him in the gift shop because he was playing there that night he was super shy and i was like i don't know 13 then yeah. <laughs> like, it was i might have been a little bit older because you could probably look up exactly those the dates that this would have been but uh yeah it was pretty cool meeting him he was tall and he was shy but he was really nice yeah i mean he's clearly a nerd <laughs> yeah, i don't think he, i don't think he even tries to hide that and that's why i think so many nerds like us love him and and he uh yeah he, he just he touches our hearts and makes us laugh so that's that's great maybe i thought he was tall because i was small but anyway, I remember him being tall. <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are brought to you this month by DoorDash. Did you forget that one thing at the store? Now you can get snacks, drinks, and household, household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. They connect you with the restaurants you love right now and right to your door. And now you can get those grocery essentials you need as well. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items delivered to you in less than an hour. And ordering is super easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with a contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and Cheesecake Factory. We personally are DoorDash customers. In fact, I'm probably going to use DoorDash tonight for dinner because I have a long drive to do tonight and I'm going to arrive home and I'm going to be hungry. And the last thing I'm going to want to think about is what, what, what am I going to make for dinner? What, <laughs> I'm going to go home and I'm going to uh, probably a half hour before I get home, I'm going to stop and I'm going to go oh, open, my, open my phone up <laughs> and open the DoorDash app and put it in order and then when i get home it'll be sitting there it'll be glorious because it'll be right at my door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting it is just fantastic to be a doordash customer you know you just there are times in life when you don't want to think about or you don't have time to think about dinner and you just open doordash you tap a few buttons and it's there waiting for you in a half hour it's awesome 
For a limited time, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code TOP422. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code TOP422. Don't forget, that's code TOP422 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Our thanks to DoorDash for their support of this show and Relay FM. All right, so I have to admit, I had a hard time ranking these because there's so many great ones. And I actually, I, I kind of knew fairly early on like what my top handful of songs were going to be. Mm-hmm. I just, but putting them in order was very difficult. And, and in particular, like the split between like my number four and my honorables, I, I think that's, that's difficult for me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, do you want to start out? Do you, how many honorables do you have? I have three. Um, I also have, I have three also, and they're more like, um, I just want to give them credit. Like, I mean, I guess that's what an honorable mention is. Yeah. So it's perfect. Uh, but yeah, I have, I have three. All right. So I'll, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, so the, uh, my first is Yoda. This was very high on my list, but it didn't, I didn't put it anywhere, but I love this song. I met them in a swamp down in Dagobah, where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soul. You can't help but want to sing along to these. That was one of the things in the car when we were, we sang our guts out. Like it was so much fun singing along to these ridiculous songs because it almost felt like it didn't matter because it's so goofy and fun. But yeah, Yoda's yeah. totally one of them. You just want to sing. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing is like when you hear the original, it's obviously much slower. Yeah. He always seems to speed up his songs a little bit to get them a little poppier. Yeah, and what's great, like when you like you think when you hear Yoda, you think, oh, he's singing this kind of weird. But then when you hear the original by the Kinks, and it's like he actually replicated a lot of that vocal styling. And of course, you know, he in in case like, usually he goes like a little bit goofier than the original or a little bit exaggerated. But that's part of the humor. But like, <laughs> like the the way he even his choice of what to write, like you know the you know, the original here has cola c o l a cola and he goes y o d a yoda in the exact same style. Like he even when in in the best parodies he will even write the words to have a lot of overlap or or rhyming overlap with the originals. Mm-hmm. And it's just there's so much talent there. And this is one where. This is one of his earliest records. It actually doesn't have the high production value of his more recent stuff, and yet it still is a really impressive and funny parody. So my uh, two of my honorable mentions are kind of like throwback originals, kind of the the things that started me on Weird Al a little bit and like got me to really fall in love with his music. So I have, um, I think I'm a clone now, which is actually hilariously <laughs> a parody of a Tiffany song, which, nice. <laughs> which is great. The thing about this song, too, is that I just think it's it's just so funny and ridiculous because it's a parody of I Think I'm Alone Now. And then it's I Think I'm a Clone Now. So it's a song about never being alone, which I thought was very funny. So in parody, this is the original, I think we're alone now. 
Well, I guess we're alone, so they're together, so they're not alone, but still. <laughs> yeah, a little slower. Always a little bit slower. Mm-hmm, you're right. Yeah, he does usually speed it up a little bit. I think that kind of makes it funnier. It's an okay song. I almost hear I think we're a clone now more than I think we're alone now. Like, which is kind of <laughs> But it's just, it was one of those first songs that I heard of his. I just thought it was such a great, funny thing. I, I, I'm going to say the word funny a thousand times in this episode because... Well, he's a comedy artist. I mean, I did. But <laughs> That's I just, fine. <laughs> I just, I wish I had a better way of expressing, like, the inner joy that these songs give. I just, I don't think I understand people that don't like this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I fundamentally would be like, why don't you think this is perfect? <laughs> why like, do wh- you hate fun? <laughs> right. Like, why do you hate happiness? Like, what right. What would make you hate this? Like, I don't understand people who are like, ah, I don't get it. it. It doesn't, you know, mesh with me. It's just every single song he does is so funny to me. I just, I just, I just adore it. Anyway. Well, and his, his style is so broad uh, that I think even if you don't like some of his music, there's probably some of it that you will like if you give it a chance <laughs> because there's so it's just there's so many different styles that he does so many different you know as we mentioned like different different forms of humor that he uses uh, yeah anyway so and on the same vein of that Tiffany song uh, the Madonna parody of um, like a surgeon uh, next to like a virgin I I love this song this is my other one because like he has the beeping of the like medical equipment <laughs> like bring yeah. in the song just picking like a surgeon and the video for this is hilarious he's like rolling all over the operating table just like, <laughs> just like Madonna. she rolls all over everything in her video picture him in the scrubs just doing all this sexy dancing Yeah, it's <laughs> again a little, a little slower. Yeah, I think slightly speeding something up is a way to make it slightly funny. I mean, he even has like that little like squeak to his voice. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like he he replicates a lot of little details of people's styles. Ooh, this is a weird song. <laughs> Maybe this one's the parody. I don't know. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> Talk about music not aging well. Like I think Weird Al stuff ages better than the originals in a lot of these cases. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and I think it's it's funny too. I mean, this isn't necessarily one of these cases, but like I think when you when you speed it up. It kind of takes away some of the seriousness of it because in a lot of these cases, the originals are very serious songs in some way, and then the like slightly faster. And this is why the like the alternative polkas and stuff like the polkas he does are the extreme the of this, right? The polkas are where he basically converts these serious alternative rock and rap songs into very fast, goofy polkas with accordions and slide whistles and stuff. <laughs> and the reason that's funny, he doesn't usually change the lyrics. He just sings it exactly the way they yeah, sung it, exactly but just the same. faster and in a, in a like 
it, when you take anything and you speed it up and you add accordions and slide whistles, it's going to it's going to sound funnier, especially the more serious it was to begin with. I mean, his polkas are equally as brilliant because he's pairing a lot of the so- the popular songs of the time together and like finding a way for them to all fit together in this with the polka theme behind it, like with the um, polka cadence and everything. And I felt like we couldn't rank the polkas because they're all kind of the same because they're all a polka so it's like yeah. the the mood and the vibe of it are all the same it's just taking the popular songs of the time and mushing them all together so there was really no clear way of ranking them and that's why i thought the parodies were much more easy to rank although i think conceptually the best polka is the angry white boy polka really because it's <laughs> wait, just wait, you have a favorite weird al polka i do i love that just because like it it's so it's so utterly deflates the seriousness of the angry white boys who were singing it. <laughs> and it's it just it totally makes them seem ridiculous when you take their like dark serious angry lyrics and you put it in this new context of fast woo happy you know it's 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 brilliant <laughs> anyway all right my uh second uh, honorable mention is everybody shut up word crimes <laughs> This I almost ranked this higher. Spoiler, I did rank this higher, so we'll talk yeah. about it. <laughs> so obviously, you know, this is the parody of Blurred Lines. Everybody get up. <laughs> I, I love... Oh, Marco, and, I can't believe you put this in an honorable mention. I love this song so much. Why is it an only an honorable mention? I, it was, again, I had a hard time. Like, if you asked me in two hours, I might rank all these differently. But these are all, <laughs> the, but I think I like still have the same, fours. yeah. I think I still have the same handful of songs represented here. Just, you know, the order was very hard. <laughs> but anyway, I love this because, I mean, you know, Blurred Lines is not a very serious song to begin with. Um, so, you know, the, but but the parody of it was, really spot on like they really nailed all the parodying uh details and everything and then to have a song about like grammar nerdery <laughs> that's so in my wheelhouse <laughs> so yeah honorable mention for sure all right my last honorable mention is <laughs> this song every time i hear it i laugh i think it is so funny but it's not really like a fun listening song because it's so long it is oh this is my number three. Oh, is it <laughs> oh my gosh is it really you don't even know the original song and this is your number three you <laughs> i know i already the, know wait you heard this for the first wait is it is it because like you heard this for the first time in our car ride yes oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> okay so just full disclosure word crimes is my number three all right and so this so you're sniping my number three i'm now. sniping your number three and <laughs> it's my top honorable mention trapped in the drive-thru which is a parody of r kelly's trapped in the closet Oh my god. It's so long. (laughs) It's excruciating. It's absolutely excruciating, (laughs) but it's such a funny, ridiculous story, and it is exactly like that R. Kelly song, and the R. Kelly song is even longer. Yes. And even more ridiculous (laughs) and insane. And like but the inflections of it, the character of both of these songs, they it is so spot on the nuances and and just Every little lyrical turn or like um, 
the the like phrasing of the music yeah is exactly like the r kelly song and it's so funny and it makes the r kelly song even like sillier really like, that's why yeah this is this is the perfect <laughs> example of you take this very serious r kelly song you know weird out takes it and just totally destroys its seriousness by applying very 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 similar styles <laughs> but with like a totally ridiculous like kind of everyday you know everyday dull plot line of like everyday life of <laughs> indecision at the drive-thru with your wife it's, it's the this song i'm so glad that you picked this i love that you have fallen in love with this song because i find this to be one of the it really is one of the best weird al parodies i really was going to rank it super high but i just i don't want to listen to it all the time like when it comes on once in a while it's fantastic but it's 10 minutes like it's and and it's it's not 10 fast minutes like it's in the slowest minutes and it's And because there's a lot of repetition and everything, but that's that's from so like it reminds okay. me of Albuquerque. Yes. So I heard this song for the first time on our road trip, and I was laughing my butt off, even never having heard the R. Kelly song until this morning. <laughs> and <laughs> how I, much of the R. Kelly song did you get through? I had I had to start skipping through after a little while. I started skimming it, but how far like did he get co- like confronted in the closet? I I like. I, I gave I was it in the closet. It's a, I heard that part. The closet. And it's, yeah, and he says the closet like six lines in a row. <laughs> yes. And then I was in the closet and then someone else was in the closet. Look at the closet. Oh, my God, there's a closet. Like this song. I was laughing. My, and that's the best thing. Like when you when you know a Weird Al version first before you ever know the original and then you hear the very serious original and you just laugh through the whole thing. That's what it's like to be a Weird Al fan. That's the best that it gets. And I, <laughs> I was <laughs> listening to this ridiculous R. Kelly song <laughs> trying to get through its 16 minutes of hell. Well, and that's only the first like few chapters. So I know. <laughs> there's like other versions. I didn't put it like, so I made this playlist of, you know, pairing up the parody and the real song. There's more to the R. Kelly song. I know. And like, I, I mean, look. I've listen never to, listened to the whole R. Kelly song, by the I don't way. Full disclosure, could. I don't know if I could, but like, I totally I listen, listen to I the love, whole Weird Al like, song. I listen to Fish. 16 minutes is not unheard of of Fish, but 16 minutes of this? Oh my God. Okay, we got we got to play some of it because we've only talked. We haven't pressed right. any play. So here's the R. Kelly. Quickly put it on vibrate. But from the way he act, I could tell it was too late. So backstory, he was caught cheating and he like ran into a closet. And the guy came home. God, please don't let this man open this closet. He walks in the bathroom and looks behind the door. You got this is the intense part. Checks under the bed, then opens the dresser. <laughs> he looks at the closet. Why'd you leave the dresser? Pull out my Beretta. He walks up to the closet. Get closer to the closet. Oh, what's he near? Now he's at the closet. Oh, the closet, okay. Now he's opening the closet. Kelly, I'm so sorry. She says Olive Garden. I say nah, I'm not in the mood. And Burrito King would make me gassy. There's no doubt. <laughs> she says just forget about it. So no, I swear I'm gonna take you out. Oh my god. My candy ignition. And then I turn it sideways. <laughs> Getting close to the drive through, almost there at the drive through. 
mention <laughs> i'm so sorry it doesn't it deserves to be so okay i'm and i'm moving song, up i'm moving this is up. a masterpiece like oh it's, well because like <laughs> it must have taken so long <laughs> it was the funniest part about the weird al version is that the conversation that he's he's going through in this song is exactly like what couples would talk about it's exactly <laughs> right. life like you can't figure out what to eat you're going back oh, I'm and not forth. hungry i'm not hungry but putting it into this r kelly song <laughs> oh i'm, ch- I'm crying i'm crying <laughs> <laughs> but and and he matches the seriousness sound mm-hmm. of the r kelly lyrics but with the totally unserious, oh, ridiculous content. It sounds so <laughs> dramatic about them picking where to eat. Like it is. <laughs> and it goes on and on and on. And every little detail is just beautiful. Yeah. So anyway, that's my number three. I mean, I don't, I probably should have rented higher at your honorable mention. <laughs> oh man. I'm. Oh, all right. I'm moving it up. I'm moving it up to number. <laughs> My number fours are moving down. All right. My number fours are becoming honorable mentions. All, All right. right. That's my new number four. All it's, right. It's too good. <laughs> I'm, I can't I can't not rank something that brings tears to my eyes with laughter. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's amazing. All right. All right. So I have some more honorable mentions now. <laughs> yeah, give, me, give me your next one. So um, these two, I, have, I had two number fours, so they're moving down to two honorable mentions. They're very much like kind of in the time when uh, like they're very 90s and they're very much in the time of when, I don't know, music and all of like movies and pop culture were becoming really important to me. And so I have I have Gump, which is a parody of Lump. So I, I love the presence of the United States. I, it was one of my very first albums that I owned. So I thought it was so great that they paired Gump, which was a fantastic and popular movie at the time, with the song Lump. Lump sat alone in a boggy marsh, totally motionless except for her heart. And everything in Gump is exactly like the movie. It is, it's just it's so so funny and then very similar um is jurassic park that is paired with macarthur park I recall the time they found those so they were both like these parody songs that are describing very popular movies of the time and so when i was listening to macarthur park macarthur park almost sounded like the parody yeah that's what happens like when you when you know the weird al version so well it, they they start to blur and like you could never listen to the real one again without it sounding ridiculous. Well, MacArthur Park talks about like leaving cake out in the rain. <laughs> like, what what is like? <laughs> like <laughs> what? And he'll never find the recipe again. It's not that hard to make cake. <laughs> listen to this. This isn't a parody. No, I've never actually listened to this song. This is why, like, what <laughs> this is one of the benefits of not being a lyrics person. Usually, is that when lyrics are pointed out to me, it's a total surprise. Usually, I love that. Like, both songs have like a scene in the rain. Like, it's 
so good. Okay, uh, so those are all my honorable <laughs> mentions. And now my number four is Trapped in the Drive-Thru. Okay. <laughs> uh, my last honorable mention is Inactive, a parody of Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> nail it it's it's perfect yeah and then this is the original by imagine dragons (laughs) the funny part about that pairing in particular is that one is radioactive so you think of it as high energy but the song is very low energy and then weird al's parody he kept it very low energy this time and it's titled inactive right so like it's it's stealing the idea of the energy of the song and putting the <laughs> lyrics on top of that. I think I just there's so many levels to why that's extremely funny. Yeah, and again, one of these things where he just nailed the style so well. You know, the way the vocals are all withdrawn and echoey, and like it just yeah, just nailed it. <laughs> all right, and then my number four, since you've already done yours, <laughs> my number four is a parody of Avril Lavigne's Complicated, which is just called A Complicated Song. I am so surprised at your picks. I mean, I do like this song. What I love about this song is that every verse is different. Why'd you have to go and make me so constipated? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I love butt humor. <laughs> Everyone does. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a fun, like, lighthearted, butt humor song. Everyone loves one of those every once in a while. And it's, and it's, again, like, stylistically, like, he, he nails the style so well with this completely ridiculous <laughs> song that goes, it just keeps going off the deep end <laughs> as you keep going into it. <laughs> yeah, I really like how this song, this isn't on my list. So I'm really surprised that you picked it because, again, this is another one that you haven't heard. You heard for the first time on our road trip. No, I, I'd heard the original song you, before. Oh, the original song, but you but haven't I, yeah, heard I didn't hear the Weird one. Al one. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting that, like, each chorus, they come up and he changes what the chorus is. So it sounds like complicated, but it, it's constipated and then. One of them's decapitated, decapitated. mutilated. Like, it's, it's, it just, just it keeps, keeps going, and it's it's fun to listen to it. Like it's, it's fun to like kind of try to figure out what he's going to say right before he says it. But right, because usually he he sticks with the idea of you know verse and then chorus, and the chorus repeats, and his parody chorus repeats. Right, but in this one he takes the chorus and changes it and it's really very funny because yeah. you don't expect it, and so each time it's a new laugh. Yeah. All right, so I got my number three, your number three. That's all done, right? Well, my number three was Word Crimes. Right, and mine was Trapped in the Drive-Thru. Right, and it's Word Crimes is just, (laughs) I love, love, love the lyrics of this. This is another one of those, like, it makes you feel so smart. He points out all of these stupid linguistic mistakes that people make, and it's, it's so funny to be a word nerd and to care about what you say. And like, even though I do make linguistic mistakes myself, like I want to learn about why I made the mistake and I want to get better. And so like, I feel like this song in particular, making fun of that, making fun of people who are just so intense with their grammar 
at the same time as making you feel smart when you are a little bit intense about your grammar <laughs> and like feeling like, OK, someone else is writing a song parody about this. And so therefore, I'm so justified in my grammar intensity. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> <Grammar> fantastic. <intensity. laughs> yeah. I just, right. I just I just I just <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just love how he opens it with everybody shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is about as popular of a thing you can be when you're a grammar nerd. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, next, a uh, number twos. Mm-hmm. Okay, finally. Finally, a number twos. Yes. <laughs> Took us a while to get here. So, my number two. A long, long time this is my number two. Is it really? Yes. was under an attack. So this is the saga begins, parodying. Oh, it's so perfect. Yeah, like so the yeah, parody of Dominic Lean's American Pie. Like, so it's about the uh, it's about Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, <laughs> which is the worst movie. <laughs> and and part of like part of the reason this song is so funny is that the movie was so comically bad. But it he nails the style again, like just. The style of American Pie. I mean, you know, everyone knows this song. Well, because they're both long, like, epic stories. So there's, yeah. like, an epic story in this song. And I feel like they've almost become, like, folk songs where they're telling a tale of something that happened and they're, like, passing on on the knowledge of, of this this story that has happened. And so, like, you have American Pie doing that. And then you have the saga begins and bringing that into Star Wars they pair so beautifully together and they're just so wonderfully nerdy with it being part of star wars like i just i love even the video of this when he's dressed like obi-wan like weird al as obi-wan it just it, he looks so good like it's, it's so great yeah and you know with with yoda earlier obviously he has a lot of love for star wars and like it, you can just tell like he's such a star wars nerd it's so glorious and the, again the, the the way he tells the story it's it's amazing. It's just it's so well done. Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old <laughs> enough to shave? It's so smart. You can use the force they say. He's right there when he goes, ah, like that's that's yeah. right out of American Pie. Like the, all those little tiny vocal details, he nails them every like Every single one in this song, the more detailed your memory of American Pie is, the more you will appreciate how incredibly well done this song is. <laughs> it just, it's just, he so just good. nails it. Every, all those, every single one of those little details he gets right. That's why I just, oh God, it's, it's, you're right. Like it makes you feel smart. Like what you said earlier, when you, when you recognize and remember all those little musical details, when you hear him do it, it makes you feel smart because you're like, I recognize, like I, I knew that you knew it, you did it, I, I caught it. Like it, everyone feels smart. It's great, <laughs> and you're laughing because it's also usually funny how well he does it. So anyway, all right, so that's number two, and it's a very well, it's it's a very dense song. Like I appreciate his the density of certain songs, so that's what kind of made me pick certain songs over others there are some that you know they just have like a a fluffier kind of just general funniness to them he'll make like you know some fart joke or something and it's like yeah that's it's funny because it mimics the song that it's parodying but some of these are such standouts because of you can tell the density and the time and just like some things just fell together so wonderfully when he was writing them that they are just standouts. Yeah. 
All right, number one. I bet we have the same number one. I bet we do too. I'm. Uh, I kind of think. Do you want to um, try and playing it on, <laughs> on three? It's not the same. No. All right. Well, this is mine. <laughs> As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. Yeah. Okay. So mine is. They see me mowing my front lawn. I almost ranked white and nerdy. White and nerdy is so good. First of all, how did you not rank Amish Paradise? <laughs> I mean, how did you not rank white and nerdy? <laughs> I'll tell you. So I listened to them both this morning and white and nerdy. I like the concept of the song better than the actual song. Like, and like, it's one of those, it's like an onion headline. I like the title and, and the idea of that being the concept more than I like the actual details of the song. Whereas, That's why I didn't rank the um, It's All About the Pentiums. Mm-hmm. Because I like the ti- like I like the vibe of that song better than the actual picked apart lyrics. But I really love the song Riding, so that's why I yeah. kind of picked White and Nerdy, because I prefer the song Riding. See, I didn't I, I knew White and Nerdy first in that case, and then I, I later heard the song the original. Whereas like, you know, growing up in the nineties, it was impossible not to ever hear Gangsters Paradise. Like, this yeah. is, you know, it was such a big song at the time I was listening to pop music, so well, I, I couldn't miss it. I'm really glad that we have both of these covered as yeah. our number ones. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a and like, and then Okay, it's, you're right. It's, it's amazing. So... <laughs> it's amazing. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife. And... Like, it's just, it's so good. And, and again, so many of the little details. I love when he says fool, like in his parody. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so good. And it like, and I think this, this sticks around. Like this has lasting value. I mean, it's, it came out, you know, what, 20 years ago, probably. Um, but it's still, it's still funny today. Like that's, that's, I just, I love Amish Paradise so much. And I, and I think, I think the, the world bears that out being number one, because I think that might be his most popular song. Really? Um, but anyway, it, it possibly, I, I could be wrong, but it's, it's certainly up there <laughs> with, with the top most popular ones. So yeah, so mine's white and nerdy. If you haven't heard this, I don't know why you haven't heard this. Because it's kind of like the anthem of our people. <laughs> yeah. So I love when he figures and cherries. Stephen Hawking's in my library. My MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know Pablo a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz at Minesweeper. I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're going to stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. There's no killer rap. I haven't run. His raps are so good. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can cheer, kick your butt in a game of ping pong. Any trivia quiz you bring on. Yeah, it's really Really good. <laughs> I, his rap is so fast and accurate. Like it's it's really really good. So this is the uh, chameleon air version. It's so perfectly. It's exactly yeah. the same. He nailed it. They were having a sale down at the gap in my nights with a roll up bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me. Get freaky. 
love it. He has the pop up <laughs> with bubble wrap. Oh my gosh. I just, the density. Okay. So, like, when you just think about the chorus of White and Nerdy, I do totally agree with you that it's like the song seems better than it is. But then when you get into the details of the rap, I just find it so incredibly funny because he's so fast. Like, yeah, he really gets it. He gets in all those little nerdy references when it's on the other end of like this really, you know, hard, gritty rap on the other side from the original. Like, it's very good. Oh, I just love I just love how he lightens that song up so much to becoming it's the exact opposite. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it just what I love about this is like at the end of that car ride, even though it was seven hours long, we were smiling because it was like that's not that's not an easy thing to accomplish. And we are. And and that's how I am. Like right now, I'm just I have a huge grin on my face right now. You can probably hear it. Like, it, I, I know that's a weird thing, but people can't. No, no. Like, I feel that too. Like, my cheeks yeah. kind of hurt, like, from just delight of yeah. listening to these songs. Like, you, you hear Weird Al and you just have to smile, like, unless you're a monster. But for the most part, like, you, you just, you have, <laughs> like, it just leaves you so happy. And it's, it's just such a, a gift to the world that, you know, this, this artist from forever ago to now is, is able to just constantly make people laugh and, make smart people feel smart and make musicians happy and it's just yeah it it's great i uh i challenge you if you don't like weird al for some reason or you know someone who doesn't like weird al there has to be a song on here that you would at least find funny like a little bit funny you know because there's so he spans like this giant genre of music he goes from like country all the way up to rap and he is and everything in between and everything on the sides he is covering it all and there's like nothing safe from weird al yeah and so i feel like that there has to be at least one popular song that you have liked in your life that he has parodied that you can smile a little bit at and i think that that's the the gift that weird al gives us all (laughs) oh i love weird al it's so weird. <laughs>